In today's episode, we're speaking to Mishka Servet. Mishka is a founder of Happy Autism, autism inclusive business she runs with her autistic non-verbal brother Samko. Her mother's worst worries about Samko's future and no possibility for employment due to his disability and high dependency led her to create a unique role and a business model. Their first product, a t-shirt made with Samco's art, was praised by Ben Affleck and Anna Kendrick, and their happy autumn story has reached millions of people globally today. Samco's role as a creative director making creative decisions in their business and reaching higher independence is proving people with autism are able to achieve wonderful things. Mishka created a four-part documentary series about the journey called Road to Independence, funded by Adobe in 2020, which got great success among autism community. She advocates and teaches on healthy special needs, um, healthy uh, special needs siblings, a dynamic and autism's ability inclusive in families, work and business to help people with autism achieve their own happy versions of autonomous success. She is a wonderful advocate. And let's speak to Mishka and find out how she achieved all this success by working on a mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have something amazing for you. We have something a bit different, but an individual I'm sure you're going to fall in love with just as I have when I came across her story and I thought, oh my goodness, I have to have her on my podcast. So as you've heard from the intro, she is one kick-ass young woman, I should say, young lady, but she is an amazing, amazing individual too. So let's welcome Mishka Sibbet. Hi, Mishka. Hi, girl. Thank you very much for inviting me to, to your podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for being and uh, for agreeing to be a guest for us. So, Mishka, everyone's heard your intro and everyone's heard how amazing you are. But in your own words, I would like you to tell people what it is that you do. So, first and foremost, I would say that I'm a sister to a wonderful brother uh, that is on the spectrum, and he is my superhero. He taught me a lot, and I always wanted him to be seen for who he truly is, not just mm. for the label called autism or nonverbal. Mm. So. I'm advocate for ability. I'm an advocate for autism and I'm advocate for special needs siblings and because they need to be seen too or in order to have healthy relationships. So I do many things. I'm speaking, I'm coaching, I'm consulting, I'm doing so, so, so many things, but this is the core of why I do this. And then it's just like, you know, manifests itself in multiple forms. So that's what I would say. Okay, fantastic. And that's how we came across. I think I saw one of your posts about what you that you do for your brother. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. what a wonderful, what a wonderful profession. You are helping not just your brother, but so many other people in the process of bringing awareness to, you know, people, you know, the, the average person who, are, who may not be aware of the, the difficulties or the, the struggles of such individuals, yet the gift that they bring to the table too. I think a lot of the times these individuals hold great gifts, which are neglected because they seem to be 
you know, with a disability or disabled as labeled as disabled. And yeah. actually, funny enough, um, I, you know, I have, I have severe dyslexia and, and that is seen as a disability. So this is what struck a chord with me that I'm not only am I dyslexic, I'm severely dyslexic. So it's quite interesting that I'm qualified as a lawyer. I, I wasn't able to read until the year, until I was 11, 12. Oh. And I, and as someone like me, if my sort of background should not be able to read properly even now, but, it was never as seen as a disability by me. And it's actually seen as a disability in many things. You know, what disability do you have? And dyslexia is one of them. Yeah. Um, I can't even pronounce the word dyslexia half the time, you know, can you imagine? Um, <laughs> but I, I know I've never seen it as that. And I always see dyslexia as a gift for myself. And I think that's the the that's the way you approach it. And just when you mentioned my brother's my superhero, you see your brother's, you know, the way your brother is, because he's born into that, he thinks you should choose. The way your brother is, you see that as his superpower rather than actually a disability for him, which is a great way to look upon things, which is great. All right. So tell me, this is great. And I know we'll, we'll talk more about this, about what it is that you do in my talkies. But for the time being, in today's segment, I want to learn about you. How did you, I mean, you didn't just wake up one day and say, look, I want to promote and support my brother or people like him. How did you come to this conclusion? How did he get to do what you're doing at the moment? What's your journey? No, oh, that's... That's a really good question. I was thinking about what, what were the what, what was the catalyst, right, mm-hmm. for 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 this. Yeah. And I think just you know we are called happy autism, and I call the brand happy autism because you see so many struggles, right? We struggled mm-hmm. a lot. We when my brother was nine, he's nineteen. I'm twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he was born, I was nine years old. I was the sibling caregiver. I took on this kind of second parent kind of role, caretaker mm-hmm. role from a very young age, and it was natural, right? It was very natural mm-hmm. for me as, as for many sibling caregivers. It was something that was just like, hey, he's my brother. He needs my help. Mm. And people even ask me, it's like, did you know? How do you perceive my, your brother's autism? He was diagnosed when he was two and a half years old. Mm. I just remember that I always saw my brother and I just saw what I saw was how I realized that he's different because I felt like I'm different. I'm a weirdo too. Like, yo, we're best friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're both weird. <laughs> Creatives. Like we're just, you know, my mom, she's an artist. So kind of like all artistic, grow weird. So yeah. like, yeah, well, we're just team. So there's nothing, I don't think that's, it's okay. It's for me, that was normal. Uh, but the society, it started breaking my heart because I felt injustice and injustice is such an important it's drive like when there's a g- injustice mm. i like there's a warrior within me that's li- lights up like it's just like oh my god a fire mm. <laughs> so what i started feeling is that oh my god you don't see how amazing he is so why are you calling him this horrible words why are you giving these labels why are you calling him stupid why are you calling him a psycho mm. and that was from children right for example or that was from those angry and very aggressive people and parents and their reactions when they were at playground or when my mm. brother was steaming like dancing or moving his body or pointing with his hand like this or doing something that it's different he was immediately judged mm. and that was so for me heartbreaking because I was bullied as a child at school because I didn't have many friends I didn't have any friends from the whole class for a few years until I moved to a different class <laughs> mm. where there were more intelligent people. <laughs> mm. So I experienced being excluded from the society, right. from the community. Mm. And I felt the pain. I knew how heartbreaking this was. Yeah. So, but I could voice, you know, I could fight back. I could say something. 
My mm. brother could not, he's nonverbal. He could not fight for his place in the society. Yeah. So I believe that was the main thing that there was building up and building up, building up. And then I just started realizing, okay, fighting back with anger doesn't help, no, doesn't do no. any good. I cannot do this because it just creates this bubble of anger and it's conflict, yeah. more conflict, yeah. more separation. So I was like, how can we unite? How can we find a common ground? How can I be the bridge between mm-hmm. these two worlds? So I realized, well, educating people because people fear what they don't know. But exactly, exactly. Yes. That was my big why. And that's how it started this whole journey. Okay. So, uh, so when you recognize that, how old were you? I was a teenager, so getting into adulthood. I think I think I was maybe 17, 18 when I started realizing these things. And then when I was, because then I went to study to London uh, when mm-hmm. I was 19 mm-hmm. uh, at university. So I went to study media and I already knew that I want to use media as a platform to advocate for change. Mm-hmm. Or, and then my brother was an inspiration for that. I wanted to spread the message. I already knew that that was the intention. Mm-hmm. Um and I even wrote an impersonal statement for the application for university. I was like, hey, one day I actually wanted to create charity. So I didn't see it as business at all. Mm-hmm. I saw it as charity because I felt like I want to advocate for this change. I want to advocate for these voices. Mm-hmm. So that was in my first idea was charity. Um, but then I went to university and and I became a freelancer. I was a photographer, filmmaker. I was a freelancer in the creative industry. So mm-hmm. I knew how to use my gifts to make money and to be happy and independent. So then when my brother brought his first painting uh, home from his school, he actually went to new school when I went to new school. It was very magically kind of connected. Mm -hmm. And he was introduced to art therapy. So I was in London and he was doing new things like art therapy, music Mm -hmm. therapy at his new school and completely approached towards like supporting his uh, skills that are practical. But when by the way, just, the, just, yes. just really, where, where was home for him? You were, home for you was London, you were at London at the time, but where was he? Was home he was for in you? Slovakia. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was in Slovakia, but I saw him every two months because mm-hmm. I really missed him and I went home a lot. And it's, there was a good connection between London and Slovakia. So I was grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I flew home a lot and I tried. Uh, of course, it was hard, but, you know, it was heartbreaking for me to be separated from him. But I always... And that was the one thing I wanted to have him close to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to part of him. I wanted to have with me. So when I came home one day during the summer and I saw his beautiful art, I was like, wait, you cannot draw. Mm-hmm. You cannot read. You mm-hmm. cannot write. You mm-hmm. cannot speak verbally the way other people do. You can come in non-verbally in other ways, but you cannot do so many things and you've got this ability, right? And so what can you do? What are you able to do? Mm. And I saw this art and I was like, whoa, dude, this is crazy. Like my mom and I were blown away. We we're like, okay, you can paint. Mm. Well, I know how to turn creativity into business, mm. into job. Mm. Well, what if I created t-shirts? This way we can show your art to the whole world. We can show the world what pe- amazing things people with autism can achieve. I can wear a piece of merch, a mm-hmm. t-shirt, a part of your what you created, your mm-hmm. voice, your energy with me. And I feel connected to you because I crave that connection as a sister. And you can be seen and heard and can create some money and mm-hmm. feel that you have a place in this world and you have important role in this world, mm-hmm. that you have a purpose. Wow. Okay. And that's how the business was born, right? Yeah. So how long have you been doing this? How long ago was this? 
So this idea for the first teaching when I had actually first sample was in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time I had no business knowledge, right? I had just like my freelancer freel- and I didn't realize that freelancing and running an e-commerce business or online business. Are two business. separate things, yes. So different, so different. So I failed a lot because I didn't know things, um, but, you know, many amazing things happened. So with mm-hmm. this idea, just with this message, I came to my friend who, because I was creating over the media contacts and mm. one of my friends was a press journalist, James okay. Boris, and mm. he's from Slovakia and he traveled to London to do this press interview with Hollywood stars. Mm. And then one day he messaged me, he's like, yo, let's go for a red carpet to, cause I'm going for the media mm. and the, you know, and it was Beatles premiere at Leicester Square. Mm. And there was Paul McCartney, Madonna, and this famous people. And I'm like, what What the heck am I doing here? I don't understand. Like, I'm not BBC. Mm. <laughs> do I look like I'm Guardian? Do I look like I'm Telegram mm. or BBC? I just graduated, right? Mm. So um, so that was in 2016, yeah. And I just graduated. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm literally just like still doing internship at uni. I'm all over the place. I have two jobs. I'm burning out. I have anxiety. And I don't know. <laughs> anxiety about future. I was really stressed. And then he just brought me there and I was like, dude, this is what I'm doing. I've got an idea. I'm creating t-shirts for my brother's art because he's autistic and I want to show the world what amazing mm. things people with autism can do. And he's like, that's great. And a month later, he messages me like, hey, I'm doing it to Ben Affleck and I need three t-shirts, like one for Ben Affleck, one for Anna Kendrick, one for me, because mm. Ben is playing an autistic character. Ah, oh, okay. And I was like, wait, what? So first, by the way, he didn't even say he was from Ben Affleck first. He was like, I need free t-shirts. I need them within four days done delivered to the television center when I work. And I'm like, can I ask for who? And then he said like, Ben Affleck. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. second, one second. <laughs> I don't mm. understand what's happening. Well, mm. I don't have business yet. I'm like literally just like learning about these things. I'm like, I just have small print the guy that he's he's got business and he's helping me out and we're just printing this and doing this my first design I don't know what's happening I don't have a community I don't have social media even like I don't have anything and mm-hmm. Ben Affleck is gonna wear like uh, have my t-shirt and show the whole world on the media and it's gonna be all over the media I don't understand what's happening but fine let's do it because I want to spread the autism awareness mm-hmm. I want to be the message be seen so that was the thing and it happened and and Ben's, Ben's reaction was wonderful. He was like, wow, this is amazing. And we have video out of this. And we, and it was all over the media. And I was just blown away because I felt like this is what I'm doing this. I don't know what I'm doing, but this is why. Hmm. <laughs> it somehow works. <laughs> universe is doing some magic. <laughs> the universe definitely did its magic. It gave you a huge platform to launch your brand globally because, you know, a superstar like Ben Affleck, has, is wearing your, you know, T-shirt, which has uh, images painted by your brother. And yeah. it, it's just very fitting because if he's playing an autistic person and the T-shirt he's wearing is advertising um, or making people aware that autistic people can create art and do something, and they are very, very creative in their own different endeavours, that this is what's possible for them. So this is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's really pleased to know. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Okay, so 
Now, when did this, you know, this this huge publicity event take place with Ben Affleck? It took place in 2016. Okay. Um, so initially yes. you had just started and this happened. I, I didn't even have a product that was launched. Like we, right. I just had samples. Like I was mm-hmm. just like, so that was the cool thing that I had samples mm-hmm. because I could test it out that it's good enough to be given to someone like mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Yeah. So I just had samples from uh, the guy that was uh, that was doing the, the merch for me. And it was like from small, like uh, um, business it was like really really like just like let's try it out like let's mm. test it right so we didn't even had like they didn't have even lounge but with the Ben Affleck then I was like okay we were actually about approaching to the lounge mm. but um mm. that was big thing so I um we didn't sell that many things because I'm honest with you I felt like I was a failure because I was burning out at the time I was going through very hard mental health low one of the lowest moments in my life and something like that happened and I didn't have energy to choose this opportunity mm-hmm. I didn't have abilities so let's if you use this word to even I didn't know what to do I didn't know how what should I, what should I do with this now so I just you know we saw a few teachers and we had something like right and but I was still like learning I wasn't prepared for this maybe but I'm very grateful that it happened because then I used this story later when we actually properly launched with the business idea, with the business plan and all my knowledge in um, March, 2020, funny enough, when the COVID started. Mm. So that's where we really launched and properly. Okay. But those four years were a big, big learning curve for me. They were ups and downs and I learned a lot and I was learning a lot about mindset, about mental health connected to Mm. a business, about entrepreneurship journey, what does it mean to be a business owner? Marketing, community management, everything, relationship marketing, like so many things, right? And uh, so good actually. Everything, yeah, everything, that makes, everything that makes a business. Exactly. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. I mean, it's so. Yeah, you're right. You know, having a having a solid business idea is one thing. Launching it and making a success out of it is another. But you need to have the passion and the motivation behind it, which you did. Which is, it's more than the money. It's to you know showcase to the world how an artistic person can have be a part of a successful business and and give so much back to the society. And I love what you said that you know you're when you're early on that you're all widows. Are we all? I mean, actually, anybody who's an entrepreneur will tell you they are a weirdo. They are unique and they're individuals. I can promise you, right? So I've been, you know, when I look back at my life, I've always been a bit of a loner and people haven't understood me. I've worked extremely hard because of dyslexic. I, I didn't have time for, you know, all the friendship stuff, sort of stuff because I was too busy studying. I, I, yeah. You know, failure wasn't an option. So I was too busy studying and I didn't get the grades, but that's through sheer bloody hard work, all right? So it was a lot of hard work. And then yeah. after that, you don't connect with people around you as well because you are different. You think differently. Yes. Even now as an entrepreneur, I, I connect to people at different levels, but it's very unique for me to connect with someone fully because, you know, entrepreneurs have this, you know, I think the wiring is different, the, the way you think, the way you behave, and yeah. what, what's important is different. So this ability to be by yourself and be for loner it's a master one. It's, it's something that you need to have as a skill as an, as an entrepreneur, which seems to be serving you very well because yeah. that's who you are. But that's also allowed you to recognize the, the genius behind your brother because so what if he's not able to communicate verbally like you and I, 
he probably communicates through his art in a to a gazillion people in a gazillion ways, which you and I, yes. well, I definitely can't. I'm not an artist, um, you know, un- unable to do so. Yes, I, I love that. I love the idea. I love the idea of not seeing your brother as a victim and seeing him as empowered as a superhero. And this is when we start this conversation. You, you said, look, my brother's my superhero. I love that phraseology because we're so used to seeing anyone who's different as disabled, anyone who is not able-bodied as disabled. And there's, a, I wish I could remember his name, the very famous um, motivational speaker who doesn't have arms and legs. He doesn't have legs. Yeah, I know which one you mean. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I, I could, I know his name, but it's just, I can't remember it at the moment. I'm just going to put yeah. my tongue. But I love how he empowers people. He's not a victim. He's got, he's married. He's got children. He's living his life to the fullest. Yeah. A lot more than most fully bodied people are. Exactly. But he refuses to see himself as anything less than you and I. He's not, right? Um, the limbs don't matter as long as your mind is. And this is what you're bringing to the world and telling people, yes, my brother doesn't speak the way you and I do. He may not have certain qualities that you and I do, but he has, he excels in others and therefore he deserves equal amount of respect, sometimes probably more because, they, you know, he probably, he struggles a lot more. I find that, you know, I have done academically really well, but I've done well with notwithstanding the fact that I couldn't read. Like, you know, so people who actually succeed with even withstanding their um, their shortcomings or or their struggles, I think they deserve more respect because phenomenally, they're not only are they working hard to get to where they get to, they're also fighting prejudices which are against them as well, which I'm exactly. sure your brother subconsciously a lot picks up, if not consciously. Mm. So tell me, how has this amazing business venture of yours and this publicity, amazing publicity uh, from ben, ben Affleck and all everything that's come after it, how has that helped you to further your cause about, you know, autistic people? What comes to my mind straight away is hope. Hmm. Um, it gave me hope that, okay, well, it was great timing because look, <laughs> I was the only one that believed in this crazy idea, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you said about people and entrepreneur mind being that we are different. And you, you know what it's like when, you know, there are many entrepreneurs that don't have family with their entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. In my family, we, my mom, she's not an entrepreneur. Uh, she works in education. My grandma, she's got like four degrees and she works in education, like state, state mm-hmm. education, you know, something that is stable that you have do for yeah. many, many years, the same job. Mm-hmm. And it's predictable. And I just go like this crazy weirdo, me uh, saying, hey, I will make my brother famous. <laughs> so what I told my mom, it's like, uh, because I... I feel like he should be seen, like he should be seen yeah. for who he is, not yeah. for those labels. I want to show the world what he's able to do, what other people with autism are able to do. And I want this idea to get out. I want this message to get out. And I don't know how to do this yet, but I'm going to invest a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of hard work into figure this out. Mm. Um, and my mom many times look at me like, well, okay, she in fact, her worries about his future were the driving force, one of the driving forces also, mm-hmm. because she constantly was telling me, it's like, what will happen to Semko? What will happen? So she, and I just saw that it was t- the stress and anxiety was really, really affecting her. And it was really affecting her happiness and health. And I wanted my mom to be happy, obviously. I wanted mm-hmm. us to be happy. That's what's called happiness. And mm-hmm. So 
and I was like, you know, they, my parents divorced and, and she was going through such a hard time. It was just like my mom and I and my brother together mm. in this, in this together, like we were very isolated. So yes, as you were talking about being lonely, I was alone a lot when I was a child, I spent mm. a lot of time with my brother alone and I, mm. and I kind of got used to being in this hermit mode, being in my own little world also. Mm. And, and just, you know, believing like a very highly optimistic person into, into my dreams. I was being a big dreamer. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep going because there's a big why. And he was in the next room. And and I just want to make this world a better place. Even it might sound like cliche, but I really wanted to make this world because I cared about what our future will be like together. Right. What it just it just that was the driving force for me. So when I say, talk about this story with Ben Affleck, it just brings people kind of hope. They're like, whoa, like it's Ben Affleck. It's a Hollywood star. It's in media. Someone with autism. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm showing them the realness. I'm showing like my brother is my brother. He and I'm just me. We are just siblings that really love each other and really want to show the world that positive and joy and spread the joy and empowerment and hmm. This is what we do. We are not like, yes, he's my superior, but we are humans, you know, and celebrities are humans too, which I, of course, uh, realized through working in the media and working with some celebrities. But I wanted to show the people like, autism success is possible. And, and yes, you will be taught many things. The prejudice is strong. Yes, yeah. you will be put a lot of bricks and limitations in front of you by doctors, by experts, by people, by anyone. By so-called experts. Yes, of course. By so-called experts, yes. And by people that think they know your child, they think they know you and they think mm. they know your sibling. And I was like, hey, I don't care you've got degree. I don't, I, I respect, but I don't care. I see my brother the way I see my brother. Like I'm very stubborn. <laughs> my mom didn't see things that I saw. She was clouded with her mom duties and a lot of responsibilities on her shoulder. And she was still doing a great job. It was super hard. Of course she failed in, other things but nobody's perfect and I was like hey like I see my brother so let me show you <laughs> I love that I love that I love that I see my brother and now I'm going to show you how I see my brother and think this has been your mission and on that note we're going to wrap this up but I think that is an amazing thing to end on I think far too many times we don't see the true person behind the disability we're quick to focus on the disability and not um, see any other strengths behind it. And I, I, I'm one of those optimists. I really do believe the device energy is never unfair. It may take away certain aspects to you, but it gives you amply other aspects, other skills and other abilities. And therefore, there is no such thing as a disability. There's just different abilities. And I think that's what you're showcasing. And that's why I support you. And I think you're doing an amazing job. And I think your brother is amazing too. I've seen some of your artwork and I've, done, I've looked at some of the things. It's just phenomenal. I'm not much of an artist. I just know when something's amazing. <laughs> uh, but I, so I think it's wonderful. So tell us, Misha, how can we connect with you? How can the audience, you know, buy, buy your, your uh, merchandise? And, you know, what, you know, just give us details. How can we connect you with you on, on the online space? 
Uh, first of all, thank you for a lovely compliments and your support. I appreciate, I really appreciate that. And yes, so, and also I'm very amazed. I don't know how he does it too. He picks colors. I call him the color expert, by the way. <laughs> and he does it with hands. So uh, you can buy our merch. And currently you can also commission his art, by the way. Uh, he's doing that. He loves doing it uh, through our website. Um, it's called happyautism.co. And you can see all the options, everything out there. And also you can connect with us, which we absolutely love saying hi to everyone and connecting with our lovely community through Instagram and Facebook. You can search us at Mishka, uh, not Mishka, that's my Instagram, at Happy Autism. <laughs> Fantastic. And for those, um, if those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, the links that Mishka has just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we will have the links to um, all the website, to her website and her social media handles as well. Thank you so much, Mishka, for being such an amazing guest with us on a Friday feature. It's been a different story, but one that's worth mentioning because I think you guys are doing an amazing job. I We wish you the best of luck for in the in, in the coming years and months, months of the years you've built around um, with, your, uh, with your e-com store. But I think we need to have you back for Money Talkies so we can talk a bit more about the mindset element of it. So we would love to have you back and then we'll talk to you on Money Talking. But for the timing, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for listening to me, Mishka, today on Friday Feature. I will be back on another Friday Feature with another amazing guest, speaking to them and finding out how Jay, how they changed their life by working on the mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.